This afternoon, I just want to ask you a question. One question, that's the title of my message. It's not really a message, I'm just going to go through it. Uh, I'm just going to go through it really quick. But this, my, the title of my message is actually a question. Are you still in love? Don't look to your spouse now and say, I love you. I must have not told you yesterday, but I love you. No, no, no. This is a different kind of love. I'm asking you this question. Are you still in love? Do you still have the... Do you remember the day when you gave your life to God, when you began this journey? Do you remember how excited you were? Are you still in love? Do you have that same passion? You know, I, I, there are times when I struggle. You know, and I, and I get really frustrated. I struggle at times when I lose certain things. You know, when I lose certain things in the house, I really struggle. Whether it's keys, whether it's my phone, whether it's something. You know, and I'm pretty sure that it's a constant struggle that we all go through. It's a constant struggle that, you know, many a times, sometimes every other day we all go through. But I've noticed something. I've noticed something with losing things. Some of us, I mean, it's a good thing. You know, some people, they just go before God. God, please, I pray, please, God, I pray to you. Just show me where it is. Just show me where it is. That's, a, that's great, okay? It happens a lot of times. But I've noticed one thing with losing things. You must work your way back to where you might have left them. You must work your way back to where you have left them. And today, we must do the same things spiritually we must do the same thing spiritually before we can go all in we have to go back before we can go all in we have to go back you know darkness is never so dark darkness is never so dark as when a redeemed soul isn't satisfied in God let me say that again darkness is never so dark as when a redeemed soul isn't satisfied in God. And when that happens, the scripture has no taste. The pastor's sermon deflects off fleshly armor. Prayers seem to be stamped unanswered. Distractions intrude the best attempts to have quiet moments with God. Every now and then your heart just sighs. Memories of blazing intimacy with Christ make the soul now shiver. You know, the phrase prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, rings truer than other lyrics. You may even fear that. You know? And when we feel that way, it doesn't seem exciting anymore. You know, when darkness, when darkness takes over, it doesn't feel exciting anymore. And Robert Robertson, at, 20, at, at, age 22, at age 22, he wrote down this hymn. And I just want to go through one part of his hymn. He said, Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God, he to rescue me from danger, interposed his precious blood. How is kindness yet pursues, how is kindness yet pursues me, mortal tongue can never tell. Clothed in flesh, till death shall lose me, I cannot proclaim it well. Oh, to grace how a great, oh, to grace how great a debtor daily I'm constrained to be. 
Let thy goodness like a letter bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, O oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. You know, and, and today I just, I just want to mention this one church with the same heart, a heart to wander, a heart prone to wander. And that church was the church of Ephesus. You know, after commanding the church at Ephesus, you know, they were, you know, when you look at the book, when you, when you look at, at the book of Ephesians, you see that, you know, they're known for their patient endurance, for their intolerance of evil, suffering for Christ's name, exposing of false apostles, and then Jesus confronts them. You know, all these amazing things are being said about the church, you know, and then Jesus confronts them. And although the church looked amazing on paper, he turns to one central issue and he says, but I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. You have abandoned the love that you had at first. And Jesus was going to remove their lampstand if they continue to sled down the hill that Matthew warned against. Because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this is what Revelation says about the book of this is what Revelation says about the book of Ephesus. To the angel of the church in Ephesus, write the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven gold, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not. And you found those false prophets, those false apostles. I know you endure patiently. I know you are and, and you're bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary. But I have this against you that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Yet this you have. You hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has a year, who he who has a year, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. The first thing, very quickly, I want to say, remember. Remember, the first step that God calls us to may be surprising, but it is to remember from the scripture itself. It is, it's, not some, it's not some great feat for spiritual giants, but it's merely the act of a child looking back upon former days. It's that moment where you lose something and you backtrack to where you might have left it, you remember and you go back to you go back to where you left it do you remember the first time when god awakened your soul do you remember the excitement you had when he plucked you out of darkness how joyful did you dance from an orphan to a son or a daughter a dead sinner to a resurrected saint an enemy with god to becoming his beloved do you remember 
when God touched your when God touched your life he touched your heart he transformed you that day when you gave your life to God do you remember that moment do you remember the passion and the excitement that you had did you once run to prayer not to just make it a daily dose of spiritual medicine but because your great love waited for you over there did you ever ring did, 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 did you ever sing in the silence with the psalmist there's nothing i desire besides you did you stay up late to talk to him did you rise up early to put on your 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 heavenly attire to come before god's presence and say god this is my my day has just begun but this i want to begin it with you i want to start this day with you do you remember do you remember remember quiet mornings of mornings of of choosing the good portion as you sat at his feet remember the glory that you saw and the savior that you sang to when you when you were filled with joy unspeakable remember the time you invested in eternity when you met with other believers to worship him today when we have something or you know when we when we want to meet up to pray or worship man today work was really hard you know it was a very long day uh, i'll be there next time i'll be there next time the bible clearly says you know do not worry about tomorrow tomorrow worry about itself we may never get a next time you know but back in the day when we just got when we just started this journey with god at any at any phone call or any mention of hey we're gathering together to worship i'm in count me in i'm in what happened between there and now what happened we can put it on life but life is given to you by god so you need to look after it a lot more we can put the blame on on so many things but i don't want to blame i, I don't want to blame anyone today i'm included in whatever i'm sharing with you first thing is to remember remember and once we remember the problem is we want to stop there oh wow we say those were the days my friend we thought they'd never end no 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 those days were great these days are going to be even greater that's false that's false declaration those were the days no 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 these are we think these are the days of elijah these are the days of elijah Amen. Amen. Who's who's known as Elijah? Who's referred to a, uh, who's referred to a number of times as as Elijah? Jesus Christ. These are the days of Elijah. These days will be even greater. We don't you know the problem is we remember those days and we're like, yeah, you know, we used to meet back then. We used to pray, you know, we started this group and that group. What happened now? We stop over there. We stop over there. Or we go back there without the next step. but the next step is more vital than the first you cannot return if you don't repent the bible says god says remember and repent it's not that you've done something wrong it's not that we've done something wrong it's it's we've forgotten we've forgotten the love of god we've forgotten our first love and so we come back and we repent and it's not like god shuns you away and says i don't want you anymore but it's us coming back and saying god we walked away from our first love we are sorry we've gotten cold but we are sorry we want to come back to you we want to come back to you you probably left jerusalem for egypt the promised land for canaan 
Don't just try to do better next time. Don't feel guilty and hide behind the bushes of good intentions. Go to your Savior and the blood of His Son and cry, for, cry out for mercy, confessing your coldness to Him and ask Him for grace. Like I said, tell Him you've grown cold. You know? We've messed up. It's okay. Every mess that you bring before God, God is more than able to turn it into a message. And we've grown cold. It's okay. But we remember what God did for us and we walked away and it's time to come back and repent. Come back and repent and say, God, I made a mistake, but I'm sorry. You know how many times, you know, the Bible says, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let me tell you the truth. How many times I've been here, but it's better to be here and repent than to still be out there. I made a mistake today. It's better to be here and repent. Tomorrow, I don't know what, 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 what may happen. I'll make a mistake. Come before him, God, I messed up. I'm sorry. Better to be here and repent than to be out there. The third and last thing, return. Remember, repent, and return. You know, amazingly, God calls us to return to where we once fell. He does not call us to make up for lost time and be a mile ahead of where we used to be. He calls us back. The team can come up. The team can come up. He calls us back to that fresh fire of love towards him and our neighbor. It is a call to action. It is a call to return to the habits of grace. It's a command to keep ourselves in the love of God. All we need to do is just return. Come back to your first love. Fall in love with Him all over again. And trust me, it's going to be way different, way better than it was back then. Fall in love with Him all over again. And beyond the standard means of grace, it is worth considering what makes your heart sing for Christ. I remember those early days. I don't do it anymore. I'm being very honest. I used to get, before the prayers used to happen over here, I used to get up, at, I used to set an alarm for 4 o'clock in the morning. I used to set up an alarm for 4 a.m. because I wanted to get up and start my day by praying. And by even speaking about it, maybe it'd be good to go back. I'm not perfect, okay? I'm not perfect. But I remember what I enjoyed doing for Christ. Some of you, I used to write down. I used to write down poetry. I used to write down things. Some, I, used to, I used to read the word of God. Something used to be, I used to write down. I don't write anymore. I don't write anymore. What, 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 what are those things that used to give you joy? How many of you remember prayer walks? How many of you remember prayer walks? Do you think as a church we need to do a prayer walk? Yeah? At 12 p.m. in the afternoon on the beaches of Dubai. I'm not going to put my family to that. <laughs> but how many of you remember those night drives? Sitting in the car, four or five people in the car, different cars going to different parts of the place and, and, and driving and praying. How many of, has anyone ever done that? If we are a praying church, do we need to bring that back? Come, come. End of September, October, do we need to bring that back? Yes. Who's in? Say it, I'm in. I'm in. You said it before God, not before me. 
No, but what I'm trying to say is return. What are those things that made you happy, that made you excited? Return to those things. Prioritize those things. You know, prioritize. Let me tell you, the door is not locked. The story is not over. The story of your life is not over. The door is not locked. You can have a sweet relationship with God in Christ all over again. He has given you more breath so that you might use to seek Him, cry out to Him and wait on Him. All that we need to do is remember what God did. Repent because somewhere down the line we've gotten cold and return to that first love, that fresh fire that once was there. Reignite that fire, reignite that passion. And let's come back to God. Let's come back to our first love. Listen, let me say this. You know, church nowadays, it's become a game. Once the game is over, you tap out and you want to move, to, move on to the next church. Church has become a game. Worldwide, it's become a game. I don't like this. Let me move and go to the next thing. I don't like this game. Let me go and play something else. Listen, let me give you an encouragement. Okay? If you want to play games, come to me. I will buy you a Magic Planet card this week. I have friends who have multiple Magic Planet cards. Come to me. I will give you those cards and you can go enjoy your game. But church is not a game. It's not a game. It's a relationship with the true one and living God. It's the God who directs your life. It's the God who brings about breakthrough and miracles in your life. This relationship with God is not a game. And so church, my family, let us come back to our first love. Let us come back to our first love.